0: You're listening to the weekly sermon from Clarkston United Methodist Church in Michigan. We are a church dedicated to connecting people to people and people to God. To learn more, visit us at clarkstonumc.org. Today's scripture comes from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verses 6 through 8. Be strong and bold. I have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord, your God, who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and bold, for you are the one who will go with this people into the land that the Lord has sworn to their ancestors to give them, and you will put them in possession of it. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. God. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Are you aware that driver's ed meets here? There's a driver's ed class that meets here downstairs in the youth classroom, and um, any moment in time you can be outside and the car comes up and they go out practicing driving, and I feel grateful that I'm staying here. Uh, (laughs) You know, but it's made me remember back to my own driver's ed experience, which was so very different from the experience they have now. Um, I took a two-week class. And the instructor uh, was the one who gave us the test at the end, only I didn't even know I was having a test. I thought we were just driving, and then he said, okay, you passed. And then I got my permit, and then when it was time to turn 16, I got my license. There was no driving for 50 hours, no uh, test with someone I didn't know just before I got my, my license, no second level of classes, none of that kind of stuff. But I do remember a couple of things, although I've since learned that one was wrong, Uh, (laughs) it's most slippery when it starts to rain I learned to make sure that you kept two car lengths between you and the car ahead but Bob Schultz says that's wrong and it should be more than that Uh, and you can ask him for the details because I'm not sure I have it all right but I'm clearly going to learn that afterwards when it's foggy, turn your fog lights on, and when the, um, uh, someone with their brights is facing you or it's foggy, look at the yellow line on the side of the road and follow that. My first try- time driving in the fog, uh, it was terrifying. I couldn't see, and all of a sudden I remembered, oh, the yellow line. So I started watching the yellow line, and I found that, wow, I, I felt better. I felt more confidence. I just had to focus on that line to get through it. Faith is a lot like that. In our most difficult times, when we follow our faith, it's like a yellow line, it gets us through. The Israelites were preparing to cross into the promised land. Moses had been their leader and had taken them through the wilderness. Granted, there were their ups and downs, but they trusted him. He gave them the law, he helped them to relate with God, he led them and provided for them, and he was their yellow line in the wilderness. Our scripture comes from one of the last chapters of Deuteronomy, Uh, Moses is 122 years old in this passage and he's getting ready to pass on. And so he's giving a speech to the Israelites and to Joshua, and he addresses them, telling them that he's not going to cross with them into the promised land. They're scared. They don't know what to expect. They will enter in. There will be people who will fight them. There will be war, but Joshua will lead them. And so Moses is telling Joshua and the people to be bold, to have confidence, to go forward unafraid, because God will be with them. Joshua takes up the mantle and the people see that God is leading him too, like God led Moses, and they're willing to go to enter into the promised land, even though they don't know what to expect, they don't know what is to come, but they do know that God will be with them, that God is there. So many times in life we are faced with the choice, do we move forward and trust in God, put our faith in God, or do we stand back and wonder? Today is the day, it's Dare to Dream Today, we are asking you to jump, to take a leap of faith, to give to our two different funds, the operating fund, the one-year operating, and the five-year capital. In a lot of ways, it can feel like walking into the wilderness or driving in the fog. You don't know what the next year holds, and taking that step can be hard. Sam was a member of a church I served years ago, He was a father of two teenage boys. He and his wife were both physical therapists, and they came to the nine o'clock service, most Sundays. Their kids were in Sunday school, and Sam was one of those people who always had something thoughtful to say to me after worship. He, maybe it was a question, a comment, how the sermon related to his life, something like that. He always had something to share, and when we were having our generosity focus, He came up to me and said, I've never pledged before. Can we talk about it? And so he met with me in my office later that week, and he admitted to me that he was afraid. What if something happens? What if I can't make my pledge? He said, honestly, I'm giving to the church already. I'm glad to give, but making that commitment is hard. I just don't know what this next year holds for us. I wish I could have pulled up on my computer this YouTube video, which is from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Faith is all about leaping. It's about jumping and trusting. Sam and I talked about how giving is a leap of faith. Making a commitment is a little bit like this scene. That first step can be scary, but just as the bridge appears for Indy, God appears for us, guiding us in the dark and through the scary times, helping us to make the jump, of faith, of commitment, of gratitude, of generosity, Sam decided that he would pledge for the very first time. And he did. And at the end of the year, he came up to me and he said, making that commitment helped. It helped me to hold myself accountable. It helped me to live out my faith. It helped me to feel good. I got to see what my gifts were uh, the difference my gifts were making it helped me to feel good about giving back and it helped me to keep my priorities straight I made a commitment and I followed through he said you know I kind of put my money where my mouth is and trusted God the thing for Indy was that he didn't see the path until he jumped It really is the same with generosity. We don't see the fruits of our giving until we give. We don't see how God will make it possible until we give. We don't know how good it will feel until we give. We have to make the jump. We all have different experiences, different situations and circumstances that affect our giving. I need you to hear from me, just like Martha said, that every gift counts. Every gift matters and is valued because it is a gift. And because no matter the size of the gift, it makes ministry happen. Have you noticed the mints in the bathroom here at church? Kids love to go to the bathroom to get the mints. When my kids were little, they called them bathroom mints. During COVID, we lost that tradition while well, it is back. Thanks to Madeline Hunt, who is a fifth grader in our congregation who thought that bathroom mints were cool but noticed that we didn't have them anymore. And so after, uh, over the past few weeks, as we've been talking about generosity, Madeline and her grandmother, Donna Truen, decided that this is a way that Madeline can give. And so Madeline's mint ministry was born. And last week, Madeline came in on Tuesday, election day. She did not have school, and she filled all of the bathrooms with mints. She and her grandmother came over to the church, and now we have mints. Now, we all have ways to give. Each one of them matters and makes a difference. The mint might seem like a simple thing, but we all love the mints. Come on. And it makes people feel thought of and special. It feels good to have a mint. Sometimes you need it, right? When we're willing to jump, willing to trust and have faith and give and serve, we find ourselves looking for other ways to serve and to give. In a little while, you'll be invited to bring forward your cards, and I know it can be scary, Like Sam, we might ask, what happens if I can't be there every week? Or what happens if I get behind? Or what happens if things change in my life? That's why it's called an estimate of giving card. But also, when we keep saying what happens if, we can if ourselves all day long, and then we never jump. We never risk. And we don't feel the blessings that come from trusting God and finding out that God is with us, that God delivers, that God makes it possible. Your gifts are important. We need them. We need you. We need all of us to make ministry happen and to make dreams come true. But thank you. Thank you for your generosity, for trusting God, for having faith, for daring to jump daring to dream. Amen. You've been listening to the weekly sermon from Clarkston United Methodist Church in Michigan. We are a church dedicated to connecting people to people and people to God. To learn more, visit us at clarkstonumc.org.